Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 45 of the Mind Unleashed. As we always do, let's go a few shout-outs to our supporters. The first one is Lyft, the ride-sharing app. Use our code TMUP for, I believe, $20 off your first four rides with Lyft. Type that code in, TMUP. It's first-time riders. If you're not in the Orlando area, just type that code in. And the, I think uh, it applies to other regions where you may be going. Also, please check out CAS. CAS stands for Cinematic Aerial Services. What Daniel does is Cinematic Aerial Drone Shooting. Right now, he does properties for anybody in real estate. If you're trying to get your home on the market, trying to get best photography for your clients, use his services. He'll be $159 per property. Use our code OMI. Also, check out Weiss Productions. If you're getting married, Weiss does weddings, special occasions, videography, photography. Use our code OMI and he'll give you 20% off when you book your next project with him. Links will be down below in the description. Also, if you're looking to get trademark branding done, please check out Stravin Law. Stravin hooked us up with our trademark and branding. I'm really honest to goodness attorney. I wouldn't recommend him if I didn't like his services. He really hooked us up and took care of us. Uh, also, please check out Angie Connors. Angie Connors is our real estate agent who helped us find our new home and area in Mount Dora, Florida. Please check her out at uh, Walters Real Estate. Links will be down in below in the description. Anyway, guys, how the hell are you guys doing? If you guys are wondering why I'm looking back, looking at the MacBook Pro, I wanted to see, uh, you know, it's an i5 processor, 16 gigabytes of RAM there. Do you hear that blowing around a little bit? Eh, it happens. It's just cooling itself down. Let me give me a swig of water. What thing going on this week? Wow, some news. Mmm, filth of Florida water. It's actually a nice bottle I got. We got this refreshed to go, guys. I recommend trying one of these out. Um, got it for going to Disney and theme parks and shit because we're getting a lot of water and stuff like that. It has a uh, coconut filter, which just filters out all the some of the impurities. Not everything, the lead and stuff like that. They have the new filters that do all that, but these aren't actually too bad. Uh, keeps the water pretty nice and cold. Pretty tasty, too. The water's actually not bad here in Florida. But we like just filtering our water. We have a Berta and shit like that. It, actually, my chair wants to cooperate. Woohoo! Woohoo! chair wants to cooperate, it's gonna, gonna cooperate. Um. But yeah, we use this a lot. We use a lot of Berta filters here. Another hurricane uh, just swung through uh, North Carolina and South Carolina. Holy shit. So we have two coming our way. Um, I don't know how it's going to turn out. You know, it, the beginning of last year, it was wild. Like, we had fucking Irma, then Maria hit Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rico was fucking still, still getting back up there. In some areas of Puerto Rico, the island is just not together yet. I've got friends and uh, friends, you know, who were telling me and filling me in about that. A few of my friends went back over to Puerto Rico and just came back. And um, you saw, heard Del Morgan's story, obviously, from Puerto Rico. And it's been fucking wild. They definitely don't they definitely don't need another one, you know, at, at fucking for the next 300 years. Um, you know, Florida and everything else. Like, living on this uh, area, you know, I'm in fucking Orlando, so it's kind of weird um, to... Um, experience this shit. I've, you know, living here for only, I want to say, how many years now? 11 years now. Uh, has been weird. It's been fucking crazy because I'm used to, uh, 
excuse me, I'm recording this podcast late today. Wow. Um, you know, living up in upstate New York, you're used to um, a lot of snow and rain and awesome thunderstorms. But here, it's, you know, we're moving here in um, early May of um, 20... 2000, 2007, yeah, I believe it was, um, you know, you're, 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 uh, you know, you're not used to this freaking tsunami storms and fucking tropical storms and tornadoes and shit like that, dude, we're like, oh yeah, um, you know, I'm like, what are all these fucking sirens going off and shit, because when I first came down, nobody, everybody was fucking running for the hills one day, and they had these stupid sirens that are all around, like, Central Florida area, and these fucking, they look like lampposts, but they're not, they're actually lightning trackers for fucking, uh, lightning. So it better predicts for Florida in general to know if there's a tornado going to fucking drop or what have you. And one day we were driving out and um, I was wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? Why are all these people scared? No one would say a fucking word. I'm like, why is everybody freaking out? Like, should I start freaking out? Um, and then finally goes, that's a fucking tornado warning. I went, oh, what the fuck? Is I've, I've never heard one, you know? And they go, yeah, man, all the fucking poles you see on the highway and stuff like that. Um, it's tor- it's um, not tornadic trackers, but it's lightning trackers, so it can, uh, it, A, if the lightning hits it, it grounds the lightning, or if it takes it away from the highways because somebody got them cursed, but it's meant to, um, uh, track lightning static, shit like that, pretty cool, pretty cool, uh, technology, <sighs> I don't know why I'm fucking yawning, I slept good last night, I slept for 10 hours today, but I, it's probably just me talking, um, but yeah, some news on, uh, you know, the hurricanes, it's just going past us now, and uh, we got another one coming up, and my girlfriend just called me, and she goes, do you have everything planned out for, um, you know, the hurricanes since last year? I said, yeah, we, we're all good, got solar panels, you know, the solar thing I unfold is sitting from my um, shelf here that charges cell phones, stuff like that, so if we don't need, you barely need any sunlight to charge charging. Um, but yeah, we're prepared if something goes wrong, but I'm stopping for the people with the rest the best, um, in their areas, so, who knows when this is gonna happen, if we get anything fucking wild, but Horror Nights, Halloween Horror Nights, is, uh, begun at Universal, and, uh, Hollow Scream has begun at, um, at uh, Bush Gardens, I'm gonna yawn again, it's gonna happen, oh, fuck, I have no idea why I'm fucking tired, I really don't know, what the fuck? Sorry, guys, for the language and just, oh, my Lord. But, um, yeah, everything's just started, and um, I guess they're trying to prepare for, you know, just this long runs of Halloween Horror Nights and Hollow Screams because this year it's been extended um, quite a bit. So it starts from, I believe, Wednesday all the way until Sunday. My buddy Moby Lee is um, in a special place. He's playing a character called Fatso. Uh, from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. If you all seen that movie, that's what he's doing. He just sent me a photo today. He's like, when are you going to come see me? I said, oh, probably sometime soon. Definitely want to go see Stranger Things and a few other things in Vamp, uh, 1980, Vamp 85. Looking forward to seeing that. Good on again. I have no idea. I have no fucking clue why I'm so damn tired. I just, I, bleh. um, but anyway. I think it's just it's because it's hot in here. I'm going to turn the fan on in probably a minute or so. Um, but yeah. Um, Bamf1985, they have uh, a new store that opened up near the Mummy Ride, if you guys go over there, um, by Jimmy Fallon also. Uh, but yeah, Moby will be on the podcast hopefully soon. He did give me a quick tweet, and he said, Hey, um, any chance to be back on the podcast? And yeah, I said, Yeah, I'll 
for you always. You know, you can always jump on. I guess he wants to promote something. I'm not going to... Actually, I can spoil a little bit what he wants to promote. This is free promotion for him. It's going to be promoting uh, Untold Love Stories again. He's a new web series he's been working on for the past year. And he wants to kind of get the news out there for you guys. So please check out Mobili at Yahoo. Or not Yahoo. Bleh. You can tell I'm fucking weird. At uh, YouTube. Check out Mobili at YouTube. And uh, check out Untold Love Stories. So he just got done filming the new season. And he's been working on that for quite a bit. And... Uh, so he, he hit me up and he goes, hey, uh, if anybody's on Twitter, let me know because I'm trying to get some uh, some shit out there, some media out there. So I go, yeah, man, definitely, definitely, you know, hit, uh, hit me up and we can set up a day. Um, we'll definitely do something soon. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if everything goes. Uh, just getting our schedules in sync and I know he's doing um, Halloween Horror Nights consistently. So it's been kind of rough for him to do his thing. Uh, also got some 3D printing news and some tech news for the week. Um... So I got an email by 3D Hubs. It's all over uh, on the forums on our site too. Sorry, just getting some water. Um, so no longer rumor. 3D Hubs has been kind of talking about it, about uh, just moving on to a bigger, more refined uh, manufacturing uh, kind of a company. And they're looking for more. Unfortunately, my hub does not qualify as a partner anymore. Um, so they would, what they do with 3D Hubs was, and how I found out through them, I found out, uh, about them through, uh, Thingiverse, which is a big file server for 3D printing, uh, anything 3D printed. So, say if you're looking for an iPad, you know, iPod stand, or fucking, you know, uh, anything, you know, a game controller holder, you know, you would find it there, makers would, you know, makers of 3D modelers would put shit up there, um, and then you could, you know, essentially... Uh, excuse me, um, essentially 3D print it, and then, you know, get it out. Now, if you didn't own a 3D printer, because 3D printers are still kind of expensive, and it's kind of hard to understand them and learn them, it's still to this day, it's not a point and click. I, I hate to tell people that. I have two friends that, you know, have tinier 3D printers, and they don't do much with them except for little knickknacks and little little keychains and shit like that. Um, they don't have no fucking clue on how to fix them, or how to 3D model, or how to fix anything, so a lot of stuff gets sent my way to Hey, how do I print this? What would you recommend? I don't, I don't, my printer doesn't know how to do settings. I don't know how to change filaments or, you know, yada, yada. But 3D Hubs was a big company that would say, Hey, well, you can offer your printers on our site. So if a client wanted to go through you, um, they can. They can click on, Hey, I need, I need this part in Orlando or whatever part of where you're at. Um, all these prices are set at this. This is what it has to has does. I only ever did was their tester piece and it was the Marvin the Marvin keychain and I have it above my uh, monitor my TV monitor and I use my monitor uh, it took me I think four or five goes and then I finally was able to present that to the hub and they were able to check quality and then they were able to like say hey yeah this is you're welcome to the hub and good luck and to be honest I really never used the hub a lot I just left it there shizzing it goes to say hey I, I got I got picked up uh, I'm still with my mini factory, but I got the notice um, about, I want to say a few days ago, stating that, hey, yeah, we're no longer um, going to, this is where we want to go. And they made that very perfectly clear where they wanted to go in the past couple of months. They've been very open with everybody. So it's not a big fucking shocker to me that they wanted to go and kind of do um, uh, Shapeways kind of thing. 
they kind of wanted to jump down that kind of way. And what Shapeways is pretty much a maker or designer can put a 3D model up, and then or you can send it over, your model over to Shapeways, and Shapeways gets it uh, out to uh, all these different manufacturers, whether it be uh, molding, uh, steel, CNC. Your model could literally be put in any fucking way you wanted it done, and then sent back to you for a pretty good price. Um, not bad, not bad at all. But I found a lot of them, you know, the maker. That's why I found the the keychains from uh, for Terminator 2. Um, Maddie over at Shapeways. Uh, he's the one that designed it. Um, and he's in Berlin, Germany. Super cool cat. I've had a good, good chance to talk with him and um, just showed my support and respect for who he was and stuff like that. Um, I'm so grateful for his his help on that project. Um, um, you know, but. I had a feeling, you know, it was going to kind of crash down. I, I knew, um, you know, trying to get my, my 3D work out there, it takes a bit of work. And for any of you makers and modelers, you know, it's, it's hard to get your shit out there and then find it. It gets fucking paid for your work. Um, it's always been hard that way. I, I done a lot of editing work, computer editing, you know, uh, computer work, stuff like that. Cancel. Yeah, that was the Alexa that popped on. Um, you know, and... and, and yeah, people come to you and, well, I don't want to pay that. It's like, okay, well, do you want to go to an actual source and pay their price, you know, their professional price? No, I was kind of hoping you would have all the tools and I wouldn't have to pay so much. It's like, well, dude, I got to get paid too. You know, it takes a while. That's why these companies, you know, charge more money to do the work because it's time-consuming. Um, but the email that I got was very, very friendly and very, very nice. And I'm not shitting on um, 3D Hubs at all. Um, they did say um, that my hub did not qualify just because I, I haven't done many prints on that hub anyway like that. And the thing is, I, I tried going to it uh, as professionally as I could and, and start putting pricing down and then um, putting the printers that I have on. Um, the problem is, is, you know, you need to be a fucking a facility, pretty much. That's what they kind of turned it into. You know, it's like you're, you need to have a 3D printing shop, and I'm more of an R&D. So we're here to do some 3D printed parts to... Work better for the disabled and able body. That's our fucking goal with Upmind, is to build certain things for the disabled and able body, and R&D some parts and stuff like that. Hopefully, grow in the future with you know laser cutting and shit like that. You know, I offer some of my skills and services to friends who can't afford, um, you know, to buy their own printer and stuff like that. And I put some reasonable, reasonable fucking prices on our webpage for you guys too. And I've had people that hit me up. Al, I'll link it over to Even Monkey Studio. Sits me up a lot, and we work out our pricing and stuff like that, he ends up purchasing, he ends up uh, buying the filament, because he knows how much that costs, so the filament, um, it makes up for my, it, all the stuff that I print for him goes into the portfolio of myself, and I give him a lot of feedback on what could be done, or something like that, so we both share each other's knowledge, and it works out either way, so it's like, hey, I'm doing work for you, but here's money for the filament, if you order what you need, and, um, you know, let me know, you know, yada yada, which means he still needs to get the dang masks and the helmet that I printed for him a while back, which came out really good, the Deathstroke and, uh, uh the X dude, <laughs> I keep forgetting the new name, but the way 3D Hub's kind of interacted was, okay, um, you go on Thingiverse, then you place the order with one of, you know, somebody on, on 3D Hub's, uh, you look at the pricing, stuff like that, and then it gets printed and then sent out to you, the consumer, um, yeah, my hub did not do much of that, I, I, like I said, I've tried, um, I'm not, I work out of my fucking apartment, um, still, and the new house is pretty much gonna have my own, hopefully, or, or my, 
I'm going to have an office, but a shared office, but at the same time I'll have like a little workshop where I can work out of too with 3D printers and stuff like that. We're still in R&D. I'm not going to, I did 3D printing and shit to get for fun so I could learn a lot more of what we needed to learn, um, you know, with filaments and stuff like that. And I've given a lot of feedback to, uh, Ninja Flex, who's helped me out with the hand grips and stuff like that. And I'm still, I still got to 3D sculpt some, um, new hand grips because I got new crutches and I'll go to that in detail later in a few weeks has been working on that, um, um, you know, but 3D Hub's pretty much sedated that, hey, yeah, your hub didn't do too well, so we're not gonna, we're not gonna pursue you to go into our partnership yet, uh, you're more than welcome to sign up for our partner, partnership with us, and you can kind of grow your name or your business through us, but at the same time, we're not really, we're gonna kind of go down a more professional route with other, you know, bigger manufacturing and stuff like that. Um, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, 3D Hubs, it, it automatically seemed like a bigger manufacturing company anyway. They use bigger printers, obviously, that take up fucking the room that I sit my room. You know, I've seen the printers. I went to some of the, the Hubs context shit, and uh, I saw an SLA printer fucking as big as a car. I went, whoa, what the fuck is that? And they went, that's an SLA printer. I went, how fast can that print? And they went, oh, that can do prints, you know, print on fucking door panels. And I went, wow, you know, it's made my shit look like nothing. Mine are more in the hobbyist range to prototype making range, you know. I also hit up, um, you know, um, a few SLA companies the other day to see if I can maybe get a tester unit to try SLA printing because I'm very, very um, curious about something. And I'm going to go into a little bit more detail in just a few moments. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, no, it's not bittersweet to be leaving 3D Hubs. I mean, I'm still... Uh, allowed to stay on their forums and stuff like that and talk, um, but they're ready to just kind of get away from the um, maker maker part of it, um, the hobbyists and the uh, enthusiasts. They more or less want to go into a manufacturing side of it. I guess it is what it, it is. What it is for all the makers and people that are on there. Congrats to all of us. We've all put our two cents in. It was good to be part of it. And uh, like I said, I really it's bittersweet, but it's you no, know, I didn't do anything on there anyway. I tried. I fucking tried. But nobody hit me up. I got more hits on my mini factory than I do, so um, gonna be more on my mini factory because there are a lot of makers and things and trinkets on there that I like. Shit that I like. And my buddy Trent Ward over at Ward FX loves. You know, he's like, hey, have you checked this out? I got this off my mini factory and a few other companies. So um, he was checking out something the other day. He sent over to me because he's been 3D printing himself, getting a few things. And he goes, what do you think about that? I said, that's pretty neat, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's bittersweet to be goodbye with um for that for now. Um, will they come back to 3D apps? I don't know. It was just a shits and giggles kind of moment too, because it was like, huh, that would maybe more legitimize us as a company to kind of work with a bigger thing, and maybe I'll get some more clients and stuff like that. I mean, to be honest, um, Instagram has been my fucking my home. Uh, it's sad to say that social media is now the new thing, but it, it's grown. I mean, the funny thing with Instagram is it's better to show your work and show what you've been working on. Even though if it's not your model, you still need to tell the model maker, like, hey, it's not printing well for all reasons, or it's not doing this well for this reasons. And Thingiverse kind of gives you that outlet to talk with the model maker and help them fix some of the issues if you're local person like that, you know, and you get to print out and show them, like, show people that, hey, it actually prints, here's the things that I had to feed it and give your feedback on it and like stuff like that. And... That's where I get a lot of my models, and I'm learning how to model myself. It's not very uh, simplistic to model, because a lot of models that I find online are uh, 80%. About 70% you can actually print about, you know, good, you know, rest of that cannot print at all. 
and there's been people on my mini factory that uh, does it. You can collect jobs and get paid to do it. And I really haven't done any jobs on there because I'm still learning how to use that 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 hub and stuff like that. Is you get to print it, take a photo of it, and then you'll finally get paid. And it's like, ooh, that's not that's not cool. I need to kind of do that more. Than, I think I need to take the shot in the dark and see how that goes. I would like to get our name out there more to test with clients. Um, but I'm pretty nervous on how that's going to work. Because if your print doesn't do so well, um, you're out of A, time and money and material. And the client just goes, oh, I don't want it. You know, so it's, they gotta, you got to take good photos of it and shit like that and show it to them. Which is kind of like, hey, I accept the job, that, and then they can, they, can, they, can, they can reject it. It's like, oh. So, I'm not really sure how that, all that functions. I've been over at my mini factory quite a bit. Where our hub's on there. It's Open Mind Industries on uh, my mini factory. It's on our uh, website and stuff like that. So, you all can click under that for 3D printing services, and you'll find that link right down below. And you can kind of check that out yourself. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's harder for makers and designers, you know, to kind of coexist. It's It's... Kind of where do you find your platform? I listen to a lot of these 3D makers and builders and stuff like that, and it's like, like, hey, I want to do a 3D printing business. So it's like, okay, well, I kind of want to do too, but ours really isn't a 3D printing business. Our trademarks under the under that brand to do that. Um, but we kind of do R and D research too, because I'm like, I'm like finding new filaments, and and companies are like, hmm, I didn't, I didn't know our filament could actually do that, I didn't know it actually functioned like that, we didn't think about it this way. NinjaFlex is kind of that, that filament that I'm just like, I'm looking for something to be medically usable and daily usable, and that filament has become a fucking lifesaver for carpal tunnel syndrome and stuff like that, and I'm in touch with them consistently, and uh, I've got a few more things up my sleeve that I want to work on with them um, to their filaments and stuff like that. Um... You know, it's been kind of weird using the 3D printers such as the Robo R1 and then the Creality CR10s. And now I'm looking at SLA printing, which I kind of really curious about how SLA could be a medical beneficial. Uh, medical, <laughs> I can't even say fucking beneficial. Medical beneficial, I'll say it that way. Um, um, you know, for flexible, for a couple tunnel syndromes, for crutches, for anything like that. You know, um... You don't really look down that road. You look at it more like a manufacturer some way. So I did get a hold of a few companies, SLA companies, you know. Um, Creality is one of them. Hit them up last night with a quick, you know, just a copy and paste email that I wrote, a note that I wrote, and said, hey, you know, if you want to print maybe you can help me if you can't, you know. We can, right now, we can't afford an SLA printer. Um, I did find the cheapest one last night. It's called Spark Maker. Um, it's going for 289 on Gearbest. We're right about the Creality CR10s. Uh, if you want to buy directly from the manufacturer over in China, um, there's a few fucking problems with that printer. Um, it doesn't come with any resin, it doesn't come with any cleaning, it doesn't come with fucking anything. It just comes with a printer, and that's it. You don't know if it's going to work or not work. Um, then I checked out Formlabs, because Formlabs keeps popping up a fucking request a sample part, request a sample part. So I said, alright, let me request a sample part. Let me leave a fucking note on why I'm requesting a sample part. And I told them, I was like, hey, we're just, you know, da da da, you know, would you guys be willing to donate one or let me try one for a little bit to see what happens? And no, we're back. I, I do have a sample part coming, flexible sample part. We'll see how it looks, we'll see how it feels, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I can't afford $4,000 for a new printer, you know, especially a fucking SLA one. Um, and the reason why SLA is, you know, I would stick with FDM for now, it's cheap, uh, it's very prototype friendly. 
Um, with resin, it's super fucking expensive. Just for I think one liter of one liter of resin, uh, even flexible, is two hundred dollars. So even if I had 3D printing friends, like I wanted in resin, I'd be like, all right, prices are now fucking doubled to fifty dollars a fucking print. You know, you think my prices are bad now with FDM? Man, fucking, I don't. That way, I understand why resin printing is so goddamn expensive. It's like, whoa. Then you gotta buy a new tank. Then you gotta buy, you, you know, you gotta keep having things readily available for the printer because it's like, uh, shit gets cloudy and it gets burned through. You're just like, Jesus, fuck. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. So I was doing all the research on that last night again because me and Alan have been talking about the SLA printing for a while. And uh, he was looking at a company called Olo. I don't know how. I don't think it's going well. I don't think. Um, and I don't think they're going far at all. And that's a Kickstarter. A lot of Kickstarter 3D printers fucking just, you know, just kind of fall down the drain. Uh, but Sparkmaker is actually a real printer. It's on Amazon and all the other shit. Uh, so far, I've heard it. I've read a couple of reviews. Watched a couple of reviews on YouTube. It seems to be working really well. It's one of the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest SLA printers. But the SLA, like I said, you need a lot of gear to keep yourself protected, uh, especially if you're in a small apartment or you're or a maker in general doing doing uh, doing uh, you know um, jewelry or whatever like that. You need to keep yourself kind of safe. You don't need a respirator, but you do need gloves consistently. Gloves. You need a uh, some eyewear, protective eyewear, like some safety glasses and shit, because you're going to get shearing, shearing off a lot of support material. So I've been looking at a lot of companies. I emailed uh, Satin Stain the other night, sent them a quick fucking thing. Uh, same same copy and paste email, but I'm just trying to get uh, some assistance somewhere. Like if a company's willing to help us out with getting, at least trying one, I'd like to at least try their printer and be like, hey, you know, what do you guys think? Can I try yours to see what, like, what are the beneficial is going to be, you know? In the end, it works with both fucking parties because then they'll have test results and I'll have shit to show them. At the same time, it's going to be like, oh, this company hooked them up, so let's talk and talk with them. So it gives them more clientele, you know. Um, even if it's a you know local fucking chiropractor or another company going, hmm, that printer's not that bad. We can actually afford that. So let's go with them. So it's, it's a win-win in either situation. Even if I do get the printer, I still need to buy resins and shit like that. Um, even for Form Lab, it would be a fucking win-win, but... We'll see what happens. You know, it, it never hurts to ask any companies. If I didn't ask previously to get any help, I wouldn't have, you know. Um, and luckily the company that helped us out was NinjaFlex, Render's Drives. And they've been fucking more than willing and more. They've been like, hey, do you mind if we post this in our thing? Do you mind if we do that? No, I don't fucking mind at all. You guys gave me the goddamn chance. You know, you guys gave us some results, you know, some testing results. And I'm really fucking happy with it. Um, I don't know where it's going to go in the long run. I'm hoping to, to make, make this a fucking fixture in your company and my company. Um, because we never thought about it either. You know, I wanted something to make my hands stop hurting. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting because it's, uh, and I'm blabbering about 3D printing. But it's been interesting, you know, getting help from certain companies like, hey, we don't know how your product will work like this. So I'm curious, curious how SLA printing would be beneficial medically. I've seen them do, like, um, I know Form is, like, one of the top fucking companies now. And he's I, the kid who was on 3D Maker or whatever the fuck it was. Um, Maximus. And did his thing. And the company seems to be doing really well. And the printer runs really well. That's why I hit them up. And I'm like, wonder if they would offer any help. Who knows? Who knows? Um... But all these other companies kind of standalone. Like, Creality seems like they're falling into a league of their own. They're not focusing on... Um, and they just made an SLA printer, which is pretty fucking cool. And starting price on that was, like, I think, 4 560 And I'm like, okay, the, the volume's not 
great, but at the same time, I can make crutch tips, I can make handles, I can make blah, I can make blah. Um, and that's where my mocking fucking mind isn't right now, because I need to actually do that coming up, because the crutch tips I got now aren't working too well. Um, I gotta redo some hand grips. And I'll be doing some of that on our Instagram page and stuff like that. Survive the burp. After those listening to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my goal with all that shit. And, you know, three hubs kind of bland down the drain. And um, that's just the shit that I've been going through this week with all that stuff. We'll see what everything turns out. I'll fill you guys in, with, in, in the week prior. But um also wanted to talk about some video game stuff. I didn't think... I would get a copy of Spider-Man, but I ended up getting a copy of Spider-Man, and actually really fucking loving it. Um, a friend of mine, Trent Ward, hit me up and was like, man, Spider-Man's really good. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know, I'll just know it maybe later on down the road, we were going to price. I ended up getting it for about 50 bucks, so um, that wasn't a bad deal. I had a $10 coupon with um, Best Buy. And uh, loving the hell out of it. Plays really Probably one of the best games I've ever played in a while. So I'm playing that. And I'm playing um, uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'll be to find my last two titles for a while. Uh, we are we are planning on doing a gaming area. I still got to talk with Delmarie and a few others about you know, maybe doing a Patreon and kind of stuff like that. Having some fun with a gaming channel. Um, our YouTube will be changed to Open Mind Media. Because I want to kind of keep it to a media area where all the podcasts can go and stuff like that and some gaming stuff so and some 3d printing stuff it's going to be kind of our, our our hub for everything and i kind of want to get some people involved in it that are trying to get their names out there too um because uh, uh delmar was asking me to say thing about i guess they're doing a twitch kind of get together and they're going to be helping people out learning how to stream and shit like that and like i said from the last episode people are so fucking worried about how, what to record on what to have what cameras to use so like that um and I keep telling you, well, use what you got. Use what you can afford. You know, there's no reason for you to um, keep buying other systems and try other things because at the end of the fucking day, it's like it's if, you're, if your content isn't there, if you're, you're not delivering good content, it doesn't fucking matter what you record on. If you're, you can record on a fucking iPhone every day. As long as what you're saying is, is relatable and fun and it gets somebody out of their brain, then your views go up. You know, it's, it's stupid what fucking people go out and they buy all this multi-million dollar equipment and it doesn't fucking do anything and I've used a fucking Yeti I got a chance to use one and I was like oh that's cool like I can't afford fucking $199 because I got other money invested in other things you know to build company and stuff like that um and I, I keep warning people like you know they're like oh well I need the fucking recorders and I need the web cameras and to be honest the reason why I bought the web cameras is because I do a lot of podcasting and I use it for streaming and I use it for this and this and this um, and I do a lot of fucking capturing of our prints and stuff like that. And it's a lot of prototype testing that you guys have never, never seen. You know, um, I don't post a lot of that shit. Because um, I, I show it to my business partner. I say, this is what we've done or this is what's not working. What do you recommend? So he has a better idea of what I'm working on. And we can go back to the drawing board and go, hmm, that's not working. Um, but yeah, man, like, I, our friend of mine, Emmy, she wants to do podcasting. It's not that fucking difficult. Um, you know, I've literally jumped on podcasting, you know, you're a year ago, and said, you know, it's time for me to fucking stop being scared of what people are going to think and say, I don't really give a shit, it's a podcast, it's fun, um, being on over four podcasts, you know, a while back, and, and different ones, and my friend's podcast, um, it was a fucking blast, I went to an actual studio studio, and I recorded this in my fucking closet, I mean, it's great, I mean, my office is literally in my closet, I have friends that walk in and go, oh, oh, that's your, wow, how the fuck did you fit everything in there, 
that's their first question is how the fuck did you fit anything in here and uh, I laugh I'm like well I used to space wisely and they're just kind of pissed off because they live in a smaller room or something like that that you know they work out of and they go I can't fit everything in my head how, how the fuck did you figure that out it's their first thing to me and I'm like use what you got you know, like, look at the walls, look at the stuff you got, measure, and uh, start making shelves and shit like that, and things will work out for you. You know, I got a friend that works, you know, his his shop is in the back of his house. It's not a very big um, uh, area, but he has his printers, his computers, his sculpting tools, and um, he uses um, uh, all his makeup supplies. He does makeup and airbrushing and, and, and molds and stuff like that for a living, and, you know, it's it's that's where he has to work. You know, it's... It's funny because, you know, I was listening to a podcast, Creature Geeks. Uh, I'm going to get that recommendation for come over to podcast. Type it in on YouTube because Rick Baker did a uh, podcast with them. It's Frank Epolito and I forgot the other dude's name, but they did one with Rick Baker. And it's so cool to, like, see what he stated recently. It's like, you know, um, they asked him, first question, why did you, you stop? You know, why did you close on your shop? And he says, A, financially, I couldn't, you know, I've been doing it for X amount of years. You know, I've been doing this since I was 10 years old. And it was just, it's fucking expensive. And you can't pay for the area. I mean, I have all this fucking surplus of shit I've done over the years. I can't pay for it, you know. Um, it's best for me just to close the shop down. Running low on water. There's actually, if you tilt it, the filter's actually a little bit above this. So it's kind of hard to get water. Um. But yeah, he was explaining on, you know, use what you got and what he started doing. And then he started talking about the digital form because I have friends that are in the field that use um, not only practical effects, but digital effects. And Rick says he likes using both. You know, he more or less goes with the digital effect now because it's much more easier because you can fuck around and you don't have to worry about fucking wasting time. And it's not, he's not slapping the fucking practical effects away. He still loves using them and he'll always fucking use them. And um, I have friends that are just straight up practical, you know. And he understands that Rick, Rick's been doing it for fucking eons. Eons. Um, uh, but yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, you know, it's like, how do you fit all this shit in your closet, man? I went, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just started with a fucking small desk, measured the wall, slammed the desk in there. Um, I have a computer sitting on the ground. I've got my fucking sewing machine back behind me that I use consistently. I have this table. It's pretty much an all-in-one. I can say it all my fucking tools above me, if you guys can see the saws and shit that I need, then I'll just go outside to the porch and start cutting or whatever I need, but it's actually within two years has helped me out dramatically with getting shit done or trying things, and, and it's not that difficult to be a maker or even do a fucking company, I, I saw, um, you know, one company that the guy still fucking runs, it's in the back of his house, um, he does, um, um, models, like literally legit models for Hollywood. Like, they send him shit, and he literally is able to open up, a, like, a back fucking slider, and it just puts it in the back of a truck, and it goes. And I'm like, wow, man. And somebody's like, why do you work out of your house? He's like, well, it's much fucking cheaper than owning a small shop, you know? He's like, you're getting paid this for this? I can do that in a matter of, you know, I can sit at home and not have to worry about fucking running to the office, you know? Or running to the, you know, I was like, that's fucking cool. That's pretty smart thinking, too, you know, business-wise. Um because even he was explaining something like, you know, it's like, Hollywood doesn't pay all the time, so you gotta kinda, you know, do what you got. You think if you, if you work at home, it, it kinda, it kinda motivates you to, you know, keep working, keep working. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting, you know. At first, they're like, oh, I wanna go into a podcast studio. I'm like, the studio's a studio. I think we, the first time I ever did an actual studio podcast was like, um, about six, seven months ago. And I was able to go into an actual studio. We had the technician there, so yeah. 
And I think we only paid, I think it was like 100 to $200 for, um, I think it was two hours. So you paid per hour. And it was just paying for the technician. And you had all the mics and shit like that set up. And if you wanted it filmed, you could have it filmed with uh, DLSRs and shit like that. And it was cool. I was like, and then if you wanted a copy, like, you've already got it. Like, you just hand you over the fucking SD card or send you the file um, through either Google or something like that. So it was pretty fast and easy, and you can do editing that way. It was pretty neat. But um, I always keep telling people, use what you got, man, and have fun with it. You know, it's going to be weird, um, you know, coming up in the future. I don't really know um, how this actually thing's going to happen. I'm very, just like I said, I wrote to them. I was like, I'm very fucking curious. I'm just very curious on what your resin does, because I don't know what it does. So I'm still fucking curious. I have more plans with SLA than anything. The problem, knowing what SLA does, and I'm going back to 3D printing, um, why did I jump away from video games? Um, yeah, I'm just rambling. <laughs> um, I have more plans with SLA printing and shit like that, so, I don't know, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, back to the whole, use what you got, Spider-Man, all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, I started playing it the other day, and, uh, really loving how down to earth it is. It's very down to earth. It's very, I think, probably, like I said, one of the closest fucking um, Peter Parker's we can get besides Tom Holland. And um, there was a thing the other day, I think he was tweeted or something like that, and he kind of kind of posted the title. But knowing that was a fucking Easter egg now, because he was already set and people were going to find out the day title to the new Homecoming, whatever the fuck it was. Um, thought that was kind of funny then that he was doing that. Um, but yeah, I really love the game so far. Um, you're working with Dr. Octavius, I'm not going to spoil too much. Um, the physics engine and everything is running really, really good on the system. And for only like physics, 50 bucks, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get my fucking money's worth out of it. It's just sitting down, I'm actually playing it when I'm trying to learn ZBrush and a few other things I'm trying to play with. Um, and a friend of mine kind of gave me an opportunity to talk with somebody at my day job about some new positions, so I'm trying to work on my ass off trying to show them what I can do to maybe get into that department. We'll see what happens. I'll like, keep you guys posted. Um, even if it's a consulting area on that field, I would love to consult in that field. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, loving, loving the Spider-Man game. Um, the game capture area of it, uh, still couldn't really get that figured the fuck out, even with the Elgato and then the Avermedia. Um, I still gotta sit down and play with, um, you know, ways to capture the audio. So if we're going to do the Gamer Lab, like I said, we're going to do uh, just getting everything captured properly and then just um, post it on YouTube and stuff like that to our page. It seems, like I said, you really need um, you really need to collaborate. It's kind of hard to run a page by yourself unless it's something, like I said, somebody can just click on and go, hmm, that's pretty cool. Um, it's hard. You really need to be... Um, you know, collaborative with people nowadays, it's kind of hard to do it yourself, and people want fucking content, Con content is so fucking huge, uh, I think, you know, years ago, it was hard to find content, and you fucking have something like Netflix, where there's so much to watch now, and you're like, I don't know what to fucking watch, it's the same thing as YouTube, you go on YouTube or Twitch, it's like, okay, there's 40 fucking streams of Spider-Man, um, hmm, let me give this guy a try, oh, this guy's just boring, Oh, let me give this guy a try. Oh, this guy's kind of fun, but he's making some dirty jokes. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of like that. You're just like, oh, shit. So, you got to give people what, you know, you got to give people some fucking fun that they're actually going to enjoy, and you give them fun tips and tricks because they're trying to learn something, too. Um, 
but yeah, we'll see where all that goes, you know. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a fun gaming week. It's been a fun, um, just printing and I'm getting back into my health apps and, um, fucking around with the Apple Watch and then, which I still got to do a review on. I keep talking about, like, hey, I'm going to fucking review this in a while. I want it. Probably this week I'm going to do some recording on, on body recording so I can kind of speak about why I use the Apple Watch. I know the Apple Series 4 is coming out and, um... I'm kind of like, yay. <sighs> I'm kind of like, yay, and I'm kind of like, nay, at the same time. It gives an EKG, you know, that's pretty fucking cool for your doctor. I'm going to understand. Um, my doctor uses mine a lot. He uses it to track my health. Um, just how many stairs I'm fucking doing. So when I go to the doctor, it kind of gives him a better understanding of my health, and especially my heart rate and when my heart's dropping and shit like that. The new one apparently is supposed to fucking help people with those with having heart issues or something like that. It checks your AFib, stuff like that, if you're, you know going to cardiac, um, it tracks your shit like that, people are like, I don't want doctors knowing it, to be honest, it helps my doctor a lot, um, and I, I kind of like to look at myself and go, okay, where do I need to diet, where do I need to do this, where do I need to do that, um, have I eaten today, yes, I've eaten today, how many calories, you know, um, especially need to get my, my body back into tone, and, uh, I do my morning shakes, which I highly recommend if you are getting in the house, have some breakfast, but if you can't, Make a uh, nutrition shake in the morning, and then it gets you through your fucking day till lunchtime. You can have the little nibbles. Because um, I see people trying to, a friend of mine tried to lose weight, still trying to lose weight, and complaining and shit like that. And I, I told him, I said, hey man, the best thing to do is make a little snack pack, you know, uh, do some uh, uh, some nuts, stuff like that. A lot of fucking water. I'm not even joking about the water part. Uh, if you're a heavy set dude, you know, trying to lose weight. Uh, you know, start snacking a little bit. Better. Don't don't chow down. Don't keep chowing down. Take a little snack baggie with you, like a Ziploc. Fill it up with some nuts, some berries, stuff like that. Uh, antioxidants, shit like that. Uh, definitely have your multivitamin in the fucking morning, so it gives you some more energy. But snack. Don't fucking chow down. You know, um, when you get home, I mean, chow down. Have a good fucking meal. Treat, treat yourself to a good meal. Nothing fatty. You know, treat yourself. Because you're going to start fucking losing the weight like nobody's fucking business. Your body needs to water, it needs, you know, the proteins, it needs this. I mean, eat healthy, man. You know, you don't get to, you know, don't deprive yourself of your sugars. Slow down your fucking sugar. So I was going through all that with him. I was like, it's like, you don't need to fucking, he's trying to shock his body into this fucking diet. It's a new fucking crave. I have no fucking idea. All these fats. It's, it's uh, fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. You're, oh, it's working. Of course it's fucking working. You're, it, God, I don't fuck do I explain to you people how all these diets work. Oh, it actually works. Well, no shit, you're shocking the fucking body. Of course, it's gonna, it's gonna respond in fucking different ways. I feel different. I wonder why. You know, I've been working out since I was fucking uh, eleven years old. You know. Oh, I'm doing da da da. Of course you are. Your body's gonna feel fucking better because you're using more fucking muscles than you never used. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to tell you, people. I really don't. I'm rambling on. It's supposed to be a tech fun podcast, and I'm having some fun. Um, whatever. It's Ollie's podcast. Let's see how many fucking minutes we have. My ramp on this. Oh, 43 minutes. I guess I can call it. Um, also, want to give a shout out to my, my nephew, Damien. Happy birthday, dude. Congratulations. You did it, brother. Another year. He's actually in upstate New York. Um, uh, jamming on some roller coasters. Uh, if y'all, if you, if you folks don't know what the theme park is. It's called The Great Escape. It's in upstate New York, Lake George, New York. Uh, it's where I used to, my old stopping ground before I went to Universal and Disney and all that shit and was like, what is this? They call, they call, we got rides, holy shit. I think the biggest one, we have Six Flags 
owns Arth the theme park up there. But um yeah, man, holy shit. When you come down to Disney or Universal or Bush Gardens or you know, SeaWorld, it's like you call. I mean you got places like Cedar Point and shit like that. No those are like fucking great, great, great you know, Hershey Park, all that shit. But the minute you get to like, you know, Six Flags, man, it's like whoa. But when you get to the Universal or Disney it's like whoa. You know. You just see the entertainment side of it and people just fucking their minds are blown, you know. I had somebody the other day from my hometown come up to me at I was at uh Racer, New York and their minds were fucking blown. Like they just walked in the park and they were just telling me they're like, Man, our minds are fucking blown. Like we haven't been here only like an hour, but our minds are just wow. Like we have nothing like this in where we live and I said, I know and they're like, You don't like it here? I said, No, I love my job. my job's fun as hell. We started talking for a little bit and uh, they were just like, Wow, this is gonna be the best job in the world. Yeah, some days it is, some days it's not. <laughs> just the honest my honest opinion about it. Um but yeah, man. Happy birthday, Damien. Hope you're having fun in uh, your birthday. And, um, yeah. Uh, what is upcoming? Upcoming, I still have stuff to speak to Ben Patton about some of his stuff with the TED Talk that he did quite a ways back. I've wanted to talk about how he set it all up. What is it like to do TED Talk, stuff like that? How do they program the program? Do they give you this so much time? Uh, Moby is going to be on us again, so hopefully soon. I'll be hitting him up shortly. Um, also, Delmarie. And Emmy and my girlfriend maybe will be on a podcast hopefully next week. Still trying to confirm everything. Um, probably going to do it at an IHOP or something like that. Maybe some like lunch or dinner. Who the fuck knows? have no clue yet. Uh, I will let you guys know what's going on with our gaming and stuff like that. If you guys want to click on our Facebook page, give us a like. If you're looking to get some 3D printing stuff, give me a like, subscribe, whatever you want to do. Not forcing anybody to do what they don't want to do. Uh, just want to give us some love, share sports. Click those links. Tell us you love us. We love you too. Um, yeah. Uh, podcast recommendation for the week. I'm going to start adding these in because I've been listening to a really... Um, which one do I like? Uh, check out for our states. They had a really cool one about aliens again. Uh, and then also... Uh, the, uh, no Sleep... The No Sleep Podcast. I just started listening to that today. A buddy of mine, Trent Ward, you already know because he was speaking about him, recommended it to me the other day. It's really some spooky, spooky stories. Uh, and the way that they get their stuff is from off Reddit. And I really kind of find that kind of fun. And spooky at the same time. Um, if you're not really big into spooky stuff, and um, yeah, definitely don't uh, don't listen to it. Because it might scare the hell out of you. But I listen to Bizarre States a lot. They talk about poo and stuff like that. But a lot of ghost and paranormal stuff. And a lot of just open mind stuff. And I really, really enjoy that podcast. Listen to Bill Burr's podcast also. Um, Kevin Smith, Hollywood and Babylon. And I've got a few others, but I'll name those later on in the day. And books, I'm still reading, to be honest with you. Um, what the hell am I reading? Uh, Unholy Nights, I've been reading that. I'm still trying to get through it. I'm lazy. And my audiobooks, what else do I have? Um, crap. Something from that dude who did... Um, uh, crap. The Matt Damon movie when he was on Mars. The Martian. Uh, that dude did a book. And I was like, it was all over... Uh, Pandora, and I was like, I gotta listen to it, so I ended up getting a free token from Audio Audible, and got it, so, um, yeah, so far, so good on that one, uh, Rosario Dawson is doing the voiceover on that, so, really, really good, if you guys don't know who Rosario Dawson is, she was in Daredevil on Netflix, yeah, the nurse, so, yeah, pretty cool, anyway, guys, sorry for my rambling, sorry for my Google, 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 all that good stuff, I've just been blabbling and blabbling, but, um, 
thank you guys for as always I will keep you posted on the SLA stuff and stuff like that for everything open mind check out openmindindustries.com um, show us some love give us some support and I will talk to you guys later this week keep an open mind have a great week Thank you.